Hi, Lewis. How are you doing? I'm good, Carl. How are you? I'm good. Right. Um, last week we did 2014. I seem to remember. Um, yes, we're gonna we're gonna travel a little bit further back this time. We're gonna go. Yeah. If my math is correct, we're gonna go 30 years back from last week. Is that right? I think it's gonna. Be I think more... it is. We're think... gonna go back to 1984. 1984. I think you'll find that's more like 40 years, Lewis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have to do a maths exam when you're a fireman? No, no, no. We do no maths whatsoever. <laughs> we're going to go back to George Orwellian Big Brother era. Yeah, 40 years. 40, 40. years. 40, 40 years. I was, let me tell you, I was an 11-year-old boy. Oh wow! So you were just you were in the you're in the throes of falling in love with sports and well, I call it I call it the um the golden years of of sport yeah. because it's that it's it's your sticker book years yeah man and yeah your panini sticker books and <laughs> old t-shirts that your uncles or your cousins have passed down to you yeah, that's yeah. absolute tat to them but you're in yeah, love with it I and, am. yeah. I had silk scarves tied round my wrist when my dad took me to the football. Oh, half and half scarves. No, no <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> um, yeah, so 1984. I mean, I don't know too much about. I can't really remember. I I think it was Ghostbusters. Is was probably a big one. All of this is before my time. So yeah. you're, what you're saying now, I'm going to nod. And all of the questions that I'm going to ask you have been Googled because, again, this was seven years before I popped along. All right. So you're not even you're not even a twinkle in anybody's eye, really, at this point. Nope. Nope. I think that brings it, this brings it home to the listeners. The the, the <laughs> it's not so much an age gap with you and me; it's more of a generation gap. Yeah, the generational difference. <laughs> I'm old enough to be your father, Lewis. Well, that 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 was probably apparent last week when you're asking me golf questions, and I was thinking, Carl, I'm not retired yet. Why would I be playing golf? <laughs> I heard someone say the other day about golf. Um, was it said? Um, they said, "Do you play golf?" And 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 um, and he said, "Why would I do that? I haven't got a dysfunctional relationship." <laughs> I thought that was perfect. I just love my that. lips are sealed. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, well, mine should be as well, because um, <laughs> I play golf. Um, right. Um, so yeah, it was uh, just to put put you in the general picture. So, um, TV was very much only fools and horses, that kind of thing. It's that era. So it's it's Del Boy. It's 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 Knight Rider. It's the A Team. It's it's um, you know it's that all your classic retro TV programs. It's your, your films are very much Indiana Jones. Um, uh, it's 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 when when the first one, the the best one, the original. About the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's 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 Ghostbusters in the cinema. It's um, and and you and you two you two massive albums just to put you 
in in right in the time of seven years before you were born it's purple it's prince prince in purple rain it's it's the boss or bruce springsteen with born in the usa that's where we take it's it's really a classic year classic classic yeah especially yeah it is classic year so hopefully i can remember what was happening when i was 11 years old yeah, well, it's classic year for film and TV and 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 music. Let's see whether it was a classic year for sports. Can I just uh, can I just say I helped you a lot last week. <laughs> I've done I did and I did lots of research on your questions, but I am purely going off memory here. I have done absolutely no research whatsoever. So you might need to give me a few clues and the people at home a few clues. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll help where I can. Um, we've got a couple of themes later on, but the first few are just, we're going to flit around with some questions. So, 1984. We're going to go straight to the European Cup final. It was hosted in Rome by Roma, who who lost that final. Who did they lose to? Who were the winners of the European Cup final in 1984? So, um, famously, um, this is... Um... This is on. This is Liverpool. Liverpool, uh, famously, the because the fans didn't get cheap flights back in those days. So there's a bit of a there's a documentary on on somewhere where they all get on trains from Liverpool Lime Street and go down to London, and then they get a coaches or whatever to the coast, and then over on the ferries, and somehow they they hitchhike practically to Rome. <laughs> Do you know, what I mean? it's incredible. Do you know what I mean? The 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 the, the effort that these Liverpool fans put in, and um, I'm not I'm I'm not into. I think this might be the one that we talked about last week, where I think Ian Rush might have scored. Yeah. All right. Well, so yeah. Yeah, I think they won it on penalties in the end, but I think Ian Rush did get one of the goals. Yeah. So um, yeah, Roma, and they were playing at home. I hadn't yes. realised. Of course, they would have been, wouldn't they, if it was in Rome? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hadn't really made that's that. <laughs> Roma, Rome. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's that's the age. Carry on. Well, we're going to stay with with football very quickly, uh, and first few are fairly simple. Who won the Premier League in nineteen eighty four? Well, so the eighty three to eighty four season. Who won it? Okay. So first of all, I'm going to pick you up on that because it was not the Premier League. <laughs> That was completely intentional, Carl. Well, well picked up there. <laughs> who won? Who won the football league division one trophy? You mean there was there was football before the Premier League? <laughs> you know, and this was still in colour television. I think you'll find. Um, so, so Liverpool won the Champions League and the Premier League that year. Well, you've just given me the answer. <laughs> it was Liverpool. They did, yeah, they did, and I think they won the League Cup as well. Uh well, well done for ruining my next question. I was going to ask who won the Premier League, the uh, Champions League, and the Carabao Cup, and uh, none <laughs> no of one. them because they weren't in existence at that point. But yes, they yeah they won the League Cup as well. So not quite the treble that Man United were. Uh, I think we're on to in '99. I think it was my it's my favourite ever sponsorship. I think it was called the Milk Cup that year. Oh, is it the Milk Cup, Alan? Oh, I loved it. So it was yeah, it was called the Milk Cup, and they didn't use the old three handled trophies like they do now. They they sort of 
threw they seemed to throw that away for a bit and when it was the milk cup it was a different trophy and uh, was it just a uh, a carton it, it was literally sponsored by the effectively it was sponsored by i don't know if it was sponsored by the government or or whether it was uh, the government in conjunction with all the dairies across britain but the idea was that that everybody who watched football became healthier and drank milk. just an advertising campaign to drink milk drink milk fair enough yeah. well, okay yeah. then so if if liverpool did the uh the treble of the league cup premier sorry division 1 and the european cup which team stopped them from winning the quadruple and won the FA Cup. Which team won the FA Cup that oh, year? I know this. I'm actually a bit of a um I'm a bit of an anorak on, on FA Cup finals between nineteen seventy and nineteen ninety seven. <laughs> Eighty four was Everton they beat Watford two nil. Um and Correct. If I remember rightly, Andy Gray scores and I still think if you watch it, I actually think that a guy called Steve Sherwood, who was in goal for Watford, I think he actually has it in both hands when Gar- when Andy Gray heads it. And I, I, I wonder if there was a VAR now that they'd have to say, you, you know, you can't. Once a goalkeeper's got two hands on it, it yeah. But it was just he just went up for it, and as he, it's almost simultaneously as he's got it in both hands, he heads it as well, and it goes into the back of the net. And that was, I've got a feeling that was the first goal. I couldn't tell you who scored the second. Uh, nor could I, Carl, and that's something that we got a we feeling were, uh... it was a guy called Trevor Stephen. But I, I would, I would, I would, I would be. I can almost name that Everton team for you. It was they had. Bracewell, Radcliffe, um, Southall in goal, uh, Lineker's just joined, bro. I think from Leicester, they've got Gary Stevens at right back, Trevor Stephen. Um, they've got, um, I think they've got a guy called Derek Mountfield. I mean, they just—it's just an unbelievable team. It's an absolutely unbelievable team. There's one particular player that I can't remember who had a magic left foot and I can't remember his name. Anyway, there you go. Everton Everton were, were a good side around then. Didn't they win something else that year as well? Um, from what I've looked at, I think they win the league the year after this. I've got a feeling they won the Cup Winners' Cup. Oh, the year after possibly. Yeah, because they won the Cup, didn't they? So the year yeah. after they win the Cup Winners' Cup. Right, yeah. So they compete. In 84, they must start competing in the Cup Winners' Cup. Right, right then. So next question, uh, different type of football now. And this will test, you, test your uh, old NFL uh, knowledge. Which team, who at the time were based in Los Angeles but are no longer, were the winners of the Super Bowl that year? Oh, my word. So this so is... you'll have to give me the the um the the nickname for, for want of a better term. So yeah, because so they're no longer LA. That I think they're the only franchise. They are still active though. I think they're the only franchise now that have played in three cities. So they started off in Oakland, then they went to LA, 
Then they went back to Oakland. Um, Where are they now? They're in Las Vegas, and they are the Raiders. Yes, he's and, good, guys. He's good. And I think, as I think, the whole thing with moving to LA, there's a documentary on on what's it called is it called what's that thing called that espn have done called 50 50 or 40 40 30 for 30 30 for 30 there's one on there that's worth watching about this and it's it's all about a guy called al davis who who um the nfl didn't want them to move from oakland and he took the nfl to court and Yeah, he said that he said I've got every right to move them, kind of thing, and I will move them, and there's nothing you can do to stop me. And they said, well, we'll stop you. And he took them to court, and he won the court case, and he took them. So he's the only. He's. I think he's still the only uh, owner in the history of the game to take on the um, organizing committee. So either the NBA, the NFL, take them on in a court case and and win. And win. So there you go. That's the Raiders for you. There you go. Yeah, so it was. Raiders, the silver and black. Yes. The So, yeah, the LA Raiders that year. Um, okay. Who did they right, beat? I'm going to just a little bit. Was it Say Red, again? I think they beat the Redskins in the final, didn't they? Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Okay, go on. But, yeah, from what I can remember. The, so, 1984, you've spoken about how film and music that year and te- television – were outstanding, but there was a lot of very good um, sports stars born in 1984. Ooh, some yeah. are still active now. Some some have retired. So I'm going to give you a couple of clues, and you just got to name them who they are. I'm just so, trying to get my bearings here. So if if they were, so if they would have been 16. So how old would they be? 16 in the year 2000. That means they probably would have been peaking in about in their mid-twenties, that would have been around about 2005. Right, I've got my bearings. Go for it. Right. So, all of these were born in 1984. Okay. First one. Miami Heat, Cleveland Cavaliers, and current LA Lakers basketballer. Current? LA Lakers? still playing now. Oh. Play for the Miami Heat, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay, so the... Le- LeBron James. Win yeah, well done. LeBron. Born in 1984. Uh, okay, also born in 1984. Former Dutch Chelsea winger. Former Dutch Chelsea winger. Um, Iron Robin. Played Robert. for... Very good. Iron Robin. Robin. Okay. Former Scottish Manchester United central midfielder. So I think of the era of Robin, Scottish Man United midfielder. Scottish Manchester United midfielder. I can think of an Irish one and I can think of some English ones. Scottish. Scottish, 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 Scottish. I'm just saying Scottish a lot of times in the hope that a Manchester United player will pop into my head, and this is going to be really annoying. So 
that would have been would that have been the Manchester United team that really started winning lots or is like super lot yeah so it was the last five or six years of Fergie's reign and he was this man was a real utility guy for them um, he wasn't the sexiest of footballers but he was someone a big game would happen and he would be picked and without fail so is this is this after Roy Keane's done Okay, yeah. so I'm trying to put myself together now. What other teams did he play for? Give me a clue. I... No, I'm not sure. I don't think he, he played for anybody else after. He had a... a I remember him having... Who did you buy him To on? end his career. Who did Manchester? Because he had a, a serious stomach problem. I... I, 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 did you buy him off anyone, or did he was he in your youth system? No, he came through the academy. Oh, blimey! So he was a one club person. I he may have finished with someone. Something tells me he played for Sunderland. I'll have to get back to you on that one. But no, I, I think I can picture him now. He look he looks a bit blonde like, hair. Yeah. Oh no, he looks a bit like. If um, I say, if I say his first name, will you be able to finish it off? Probably. Ready, Darren. Darren. <laughs> Everyone at home screaming into their headphones. Yeah, screaming, screaming. Right, put you out of your misery. Put me out. Yeah, Darren Fletcher. Darren Fletcher. He did play for Sunderland. Fletcher. Yeah, okay. He, he did play for Sunderland. Right. Speaking of Sunderland, and this person played for a couple of other teams as well. Former Sunderland. Think carefully. He played for Sunderland and Aston Villa. Striker. Kevin Phillips was born in 1984. It's not Kevin Phillips. He may oh. have been. I don't. Um, he didn't pop up. I think this man was the guy who scored. Some messaging if if I'm wrong on this one. I think he scored the famous beach ball goal against Liverpool. Oh, Darren Bent. Yes, Darren Bent. Bent was born in 1984. I can't believe Darren Bent, Darren Bent was born in the same year as LeBron James and he <laughs> played NBA basketball. That just goes Still. to show, that shows how much of a legend he must be. Longevity, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um, Togo Lee's forward who played for Arsenal and Spurs. He did one of the most famous oh, yeah, celebrations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know him, I know him, I know him, I know him, I know him. So, Emmanuel Adebayor. Yeah. Yes. Isn't it mad? So, that what's, what's bonkers about him is he scores absolutely amazing goals. He has yes. an incredible career at, at Arsenal. And he'll only ever be remembered for scoring one goal for Manchester City and running the length of the pitch to celebrate <laughs> in front of the Arsenal fans. And I just think sometimes you, people don't help themselves, do they? Because no. at the time he did that, I'm, I'm sure he didn't realise that that's good, that moment then defines him. Yeah, exactly. And it really <laughs> did define. Okay. Go for it. Still strikers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, former Spanish Liverpool striker. Very, very good. And I think now he's in management. Uh, is, is this... Is this? I've got a vague recollection that Liverpool had a Spanish striker who scored a goal 
that just went over the line and it was a really crucial goal. Oh, and it was, I don't, but I, and you're, I, listen, you, I, I know. You're who, talking about the semi final against Chelsea. Yeah. That player was Spanish, but it's not this one. No, that okay. was Luis Garcia. So is it, um, is it somebody beginning with M? No, but oh, I know I who you're know talking then. about. Again. I don't know. Then Fernando in... Torres. Fernando Torres. Oh my God, I do. Torres know. was born in 1984. No, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> did you say Liverpool and Chelsea striker, or did you hold? I back? didn't say Chelsea. I said uh, Spanish Liverpool striker. But yeah, if I'd have said Chelsea, yeah, but I'd have been he, there. He was awful at Chelsea, weren't he? He was terrible. Go for it. Okay, right. It's not football this time. Um, the first man, this is really testing your sporting knowledge now, the first man to run a sub-two-hour marathon. Do you know his name? No. So it's Elliot Kipchoge. Oh. He was born in 1984. If you saw a picture of the guy, you'd think he was born in 1954. However, to be able to run a marathon in less than two hours, uh, and I think he's just finished... Running marathons. So was he? Ken- so again, we're talking. Was he? Ken- yes. Yeah, he was. He was Ken- um, so, so again, Darren Bent has been finished for about what four or five years. I've heard of Kipchoge. Yeah, I remember. I, I mean, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure that he also, uh, thinking back, was somebody that did well in the ten thousand meters on the track as well. Yes. Any, anyway, um, yeah, there was a lot happening in the birthing canal, wasn't there, back in 1994? It was. Right, I've got a couple more for you. This one's a bit closer to home for you, Carl. Um, former centre-back who played for Aston Villa, Birmingham City and West Brom. And he went over and played for the uh, the Timbers. Portland uh, Timbers. Portland Timbers, yes. Portland Timbers. You're talking about a man called Liam Ridgewell, aren't you? I am. Yeah. I used to look like him when I had hair back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. The Scottish Cafu was born this year, Carl. Who is the Scottish Cafu? That Aston Villa right that's back. Like, that's Alan Hutton, isn't it? Yeah. Alan Hutton, yeah. Score yeah. of the one of the one of the best goals in a uh, second city derby that I've ever seen. Yeah, but although if you watch it back, nobody bothers to tackle him. No, I, I remember watching thinking, <laughs> it looks, whack him! It, whack looks, him. <laughs> it looks better, that goal looks better than it actually is. Because <laughs> for some reason, all, all the Birmingham City players chase all the runners, but don't actually deal with the person that's carrying the ball. Well, you know what that is, Carl? Because it was Alan Hutton. None of them thought. Oh, they yeah, just never thought. He would, no, exactly. They thought. Well, he's got to pass it sooner or later. Yeah, they forgot about the fact that he might scuff one into the corner. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, Go on then. Last couple then, uh, and this really emphasises the, uh, the the footballing talent that came out of this year. Former Spanish Barcelona midfielder, and I think he's now playing in. I want to say India. No, Japan. He's playing in Japan. Japan. You're talking about... Are you talking about Iniesta? I am, yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, I think he's, ma- he's managing, isn't he? Or he's, or he's player managing. Yeah, I think he's... 
I know last season he was still playing, but I think he's just made the transition. He may still be playing as well as managing because yeah. they, you they, don't really get that anymore, do you? Player managers like you did you didn't back in the day. No, we're still we're still in this we're still in this um, labour ward, are we? We've still got one more to go. One more, one more. Uh, we've got former Man United, Bayern Munich, and Germany World Cup winner. He won the World Cup in the in last week's episode. Former Manchester United and Bayern Munich European Cup winner. Yes. Oh. From the World Cup with Germany. So, um, did Balak play for Manchester United? I don't know. No, he was at Chelsea. Was he? Well, I don't it know. It was don't know. Bastian Schweinsteiger. Schweinsteiger. Schwein. Schweinsteiger. Schweinsteiger. <laughs> Um, a we're gonna move on now to oh, a different out, theme. We've moved out of the labor ward. Good, we're out of the labor ward. We've moved on, and we're going to talk about the other end of football now retirement. Um, there was a Dutch superstar that retired in 1984, played his last professional football match. Uh, first off, I'm going to ask who was it? Which Dutch footballing superstar played their last? Professional match in 1984. So, um, that would probably be Johan Cruyff. Correct, yep. I'm guessing he probably might have finished his career at Barcelona, but I'm not sure. Well, funny you should ask that, Carl, because we're going to start talking about some Johan Cruyff facts and interesting stories. Oh, right. Okay. So, yeah, he finished his career in in 1984. Um, first thing he played for seven different clubs. Did Johan Cruyff? Can you name three of them for me? Oh, blimey! And I'll fill in the gaps. Okay, so Barcelona uh, yep. definitely played for Ajax. Yep. I might just have a bit of a scatter gun approach. Can I have seven guesses? And if I get three, if I if I get what well, like I've had seven, I've had two guesses, so I've got five more guesses to get one. All right? Yes, oh yeah, I'll so, give you that. So, I'm guessing that he probably might have finished his career at a Dutch club as well. So I'm going to say that he might have gone back and played for Feyenoord. Spot on. He okay. At Feyenoord. Wow. So then and, um, and, and and if I was to crack on a little bit more, I might have yeah, a, yeah. I might have a little No, I'm gonna leave it there because I'm on a winner. You tell me who else he played for. So he went he was at Ajax, went to Barcelona, he played for the LA Aztecs and Washington diplomats. He then went to Levante in Spain, back to Ajax, and then finished at Feyenoord. Next one, Johan Cruyff. This one's interesting. I didn't. I didn't realize this. How many World Cups did Johan Cruyff play in? So I would have. He, I mean, so he would have probably. I mean, 
as far as I'm aware, the Dutch only played in 74 and 78. I don't think he was old enough to play in 74, so I think he only played in 78. You've got the right answer. Uh, the working out is slightly skewed. So he played in 1974. Mm-hmm. He didn't play in 78. And the reason he didn't play in 78 oh, okay. was because the, um, there was a mafia. I'm not sure which. I think it was uh, a Spanish mafia or their equivalent. Um had basically put out a kidnapping plot against him, basically saying, if you go out to the World Cup, then your family are, are ours, basically. Yeah. So he didn't go and play in 78. So, so what's interesting there is, uh, for, for younger listeners, is um, I think there's only two people that I can think of that an actual, I think that's greatness, isn't it? That an actual football discipline or skill is named yeah. after them. So... Um, so, yeah, so the Cruyff turn. And he actually did that in the 1974 World Cup as well. That was when he first did it. And it was one of those things where, obviously, when someone does something for the first time, it's that was almost like someone saying, OK, flat screen TV, you know, here you are. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Or iPad, look, an actual, like, and everyone's been using Nokia phones up until that moment, you know. But anyway, go on. Uh, no, you're spot on. He... To you've got the Pele, the Pele kick or the overhead kick. You've got the Maradona spin. And you've got the Cruyff turn. And what's the one? What's the what's the pe, the Penenka? Surely that's one. Yeah, the Penenka. Exactly. Yeah, that, that, add that one in. I think you know. Absolutely. I can't think of too many others, but there we are. Uh, right, couple, couple, couple more. Um, true or false? Whenever Cruyff scored for the Dutch, they never lost. I'd say that's probably true. Yep. Every time he scored for them, they didn't lose a game. Uh, true or false? Cruyff was also an excellent baseball player and played for the Ajax baseball team. Do you know what? People that have got amazing foot-eye coordination have generally got good hand-eye, so I'm going to say yes, he was good at that too. Yep. Apparently he was a, a very good pitcher and uh, batter. For for the uh, that's interesting. For the baseball team. Uh, final one. This one's this one. This one's just funny. Which it's, a, it's slightly absurd as well. So you're gonna have to uh, think outside the box. Which yearly Birmingham event did Johan Cruyff turn up to, <laughs> mistakenly thinking it was about himself? <laughs> And, um, well, it wouldn't have been the Birmingham Marathon or Half Marathon. Um, I have absolutely no idea because I think I can't think of anything that would be related to him at all in Birmingham. Okay, so he once turned up to Crufts. (laughs) Because apparently... No, he didn't. <laughs> Stop it. This is from my research and no. it's from reliable no, sources. No, turned up to a Crufts event thinking it was a, a Cruyff event. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I don't know if that's if that's true. <laughs> oh, I don't. I'm going. I, I don't want to say the word ego. <laughs> 
yeah, I'm not, I don't think you're far off there, to be honest. I'm, I'm hoping the people of Birmingham have made an event about me. Right then, go for it. Anything else, Lewis, from 1984? Right. So I have, I'm out of of uh, of 1984 questions, but the the question it's an open ended question now, Carl. What can you tell me about what you remember from 1984? Because it's all it's all Dutch to me. I don't. Okay, so the, my big recollections, and that's perfect because we've got about five minutes left, is it's it's my first memory, clear memory of because um, I was seven for the for the Moscow Olympics, so uh, in eighty, yes. it's my first Olympics that's on TV. So then the the big things there are I remember Carl Lewis um, running the and it was we turned on for it he he run the 100 200 then did the long jump on saturday morning i'll always remember that and then and then on i think sunday evening he just he collects the baton and then miles ahead anyway so he gets four gold medals in one in 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 one athletics meet so that's oh yeah I didn't ask this question. Can you tell everyone where where the Olympics were held? So that was it. It was in it was in Los Angeles, and it was actually yeah. the same stadium that the Raiders played at. So that's quite nice. We've oh, got a link. full circle there. So they play at the Coliseum, where the where so the was the were. was the uh, time difference not a, not an issue then in terms of watching that Olympics. Um. So LA is um. So it's eight it's five hours, or six behind. It's eight hours behind us. Yeah, eleven hour flight. It's eight hours behind us. So I think we were watching in the evening, and we were watching like sort of morning events. So yeah. Not, so you know, yeah, it was good. Um, the other big things that happened in that tournament was um, the uh, Spectrum and Commodore uh, computer games that we used to load on tape came from Daley Thompson's decathlon from that year where he absolutely smashes everything and beats a guy called Jürgen Hingson from Germany to the gold in the um uh in the decathlon and I think a guy called Siggy Vents got the bronze so he was trying to beat out two Germans there's a bit of knowledge for you um also <laughs> probably Probably the most famous moment of the entire. And just to think about this, you've got Daley Thompson winning the decathlon, iconic. You've got Carl Lewis winning four gold medals, iconic. And yet, the Los Angeles Olympics will be remembered for a little South African girl running with no shoes on, who puts a leg, who gets spiked by Mary Decker in the eight hundred meters for for. Um, uh, women and she trips over uh, Mary Decker, who was the golden girl of American athletics. And the big thing was about this was the British Athletics Committee had managed to get Zola Bird to come and run for Britain. She was basically a South African girl who they joined. They added onto our. They bolted her onto our team. She had nothing to do with British athletics, and the idea was that she was going to run for us because it was the only way, because of apartheid, that she could actually compete in the Olympics. She that that whole thing happened. It was the worst thing that ever happened in her career. She, her career just went went 
from bad to worse after that. Nobody wanted to sponsor her. Nobody wanted anything to do with her. And she kind of went back to South Africa and um, she still says she has nightmares and regrets the whole really? thing. Yeah, terrible. But, and that's, you know. Um, so that is, that is, um, that is the Los Angeles Olympic Games. So I probably remember it most for, for that. We've got one minute left, Lewis. So this is a perfect moment for us to wrap this up. But they, that was 1984 for me. It was the, it was, it was a burning hot summer here. I remember that too. So that's what. Oh, is that the classic yeah. 84 summer? 84 was amazing, and I, I know that because you you associate that with sporting events, don't you? And I just remember yes. the Olympics being on in LA and thinking, "Gosh, this is LA heat we've got here in <laughs> in the UK." So yeah, 1984. That's that wrapped up. Yes, well done, Carl. We'll be back um, next week with two other years, probably. Or we might yep. talk about something else if something else amazing happens in sports. Something's annoyed us. Thanks for coming on, Lewis. Yes, take care, Cole.